Welcome to the How to Start a Career course from Plato University, where you're going to learn the secret job search strategies of top candidates to find meaningful work, build your network, and have long-lasting career success. If you want to learn how to land your dream job in any type of market, join us at plato.university for exclusive content and actionable exercises with every lesson. I'm your learning guide, Brandon Stover, and let's get started. Welcome back. In the previous lesson, we started our self-inventory, beginning with the skills that we have, those being technical and transferable skills, and the personality traits that we possess, the ways in which we enact those skills in the real world to solve problems. We went through several exercises to start discerning what our skills and traits were and which ones may be strengths and which ones may be weaknesses, which will be valuable information for you when you begin approaching employers. Today, we're going to continue our self-inventory by focusing on our interests and being able to turn those into passions and hopefully a purpose. Because by knowing our purpose, we can look for jobs that are actually going to be meaningful and lead to a fulfilling career. You need to know the moral compass or spiritual values by which you want to guide your life and the overall goal that inspires you. This may help you pick out the kinds of organizations or companies you'd like to work for if you find ones that are serving the same mission as yours. Now, as you start listening to this lesson and start falling into that existential dread of having no idea what your purpose is, we have an entire course developed at Plato University called How to Find Your Purpose. And it will lead you through the process of taking your interests, turning them into passions, and developing them into a purpose. But today, I'll quickly review what that process is and how it applies to your job search. So at a very broad level, a purpose is something that's meaningful to the self and consequential to the world. Right now, we're doing a self-inventory, and we're touching on a lot of things that are meaningful to ourselves. And today, we'll dive a little further into our interests in order to find out what's meaningful to us. When you're trying to find your purpose in life, what you want to do is take the things that are intrinsically motivating to you and put them in service to solving problems that are consequential to the world, that have a positive impact and help others. This means we're no longer developing our skills for a selfish purpose, but actually to help the world solve problems. And as you can see, this goal to leave an impact in the world, to solve some of the problems that are bringing it suffering, actually closely aligns with what employers are looking for, because they have problems in their business that they need people with skills in order to solve. So if we can find a way to have the things that are meaningful to us and the skills that we have be in service of problems that the company has, we'll get hired. But we can bring this to an even higher level of making sure that those problems are also doing good for the world. And that's when that job becomes meaningful and fulfilling. Now, the major secret about a purpose is that it's not something that's actually found. It's something that you develop. You take the interests that you have and you develop those into passions. And then you take those passions and start putting them in service of other people. And it turns into a purpose. Let's break this process down a little further just so you get a better understanding. As you go about through life, you often have different curiosities, things that you find yourself learning about, exploring, or doing that nobody else tells you to do. You're intrinsically motivated to do those things, very, very interested in them. These are your interests. As you start engaging with that knowledge field or activity more and more, you go through a process of exploration and learning as much as you can about it. Eventually, you're spending so much time learning, practicing, and engaging in the world of this thing that you actually start to set goals for yourself to get better at it, which is when this interest starts to turn into a passion, starts to take over your life, and you spend every extra moment that you have thinking or doing this thing. 
eventually you've spent so much time doing this activity or studying this field that you actually start to gain real skills and knowledge about it. And you can take those skills and knowledge and start creating or doing real things in the world. You start to actually solve problems that are occurring. You're quite fulfilled by what you're doing, but you know you could do more. So you you expand beyond yourself in solving other people's problems, putting this passion into service for others. And that's when it becomes a purpose. But in order to actually solve these problems, in order to fulfill your purpose, you need skills. And all of these skills are going to add up into skill sets or knowledge fields. Now, why does any of this matter to the job search? Because the best work, the best career for you, the one that's going to make you most happy and fulfilled, is going to be one that uses your favorite skills and knowledge fields in order to do things for others. Because if you're missing any part of the equation of purpose, of skills and interests that you care about, or the other side of the work that you're doing, having a meaningful impact on others, you're probably going to feel pretty miserable in the job that you go after. I know this from personal experience. I went to college and got a bachelor's and a master's in architecture. Eventually, I got a job in architecture and I worked three years in the field. Towards the end of those three years, I found myself miserable and hating what I was doing. Yes, I was pretty good at architecture, but I was missing the impact of having my work actually be meaningful to changing people's lives. I just felt like I was drawing lines on the computer and it didn't mean anything. And that left me very depressed. So I had to go through this process of figuring out what my interests were, what skills I had, and how I could put them in service of other people. And eventually that led me to education and building Plato University. But that's a story for another time. And purpose isn't just some esoteric thing that people talk about that would be really nice to have. In fact, it's crucial for your own survival as a human being. In the book Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl, he describes stories of his time in the Nazi concentration camps. And one of the most profound things that stood out to me from that book was him describing how he could predict within 72 hours when one of his fellow prisoners was going to die. He could see the light leave their eyes and them give up. They no longer had a purpose in their life. They could still be in great health or at least the best health that you could be in inside of a concentration camp, but they would still die in in three days. Having a meaning or a purpose is just too essential to your life as taking in food or water. Now, if this is something that you struggle with, I recommend taking our course at Plato University called How to Find Your Purpose. I'll leave a link to it in the description. But for now, let's start diving into discovering some of our interests and working towards turning that into a purpose in this short lesson. Let's begin with identifying our interests. As simple as it sounds, it doesn't matter whether you're good, bad, or adequate at these tasks yet. These are simply things you enjoy and are interested in learning more about. So here's some question prompts for you to start identifying what your interests are. On a blank sheet of paper, jot down your answer to these questions. What are your favorite subjects or hobbies to explore? These might be things like computers, Spanish, physics, music, so on and so forth. Write those down in your list. The second question, what do you love to talk about? If you could talk about something with some world expert all day, day after day, what would the subject or field of interest be? Start adding those to your list. Question three, what newspapers, blogs, magazine articles, or any other type of written material do you love to read? What is the subject content within those pieces? Question four, what podcasts or radio programs do you listen to? What are the subject content of those? Question five, if you find yourself in a bookstore or a library, what sections do you tend to gravitate towards? Or what type of books do you find most on your own bookcase? 
What subjects there do you find really fascinating? Add all of those to your list as well. Question six, what sites on the internet do you tend to go to most? And what subjects do these sites deal with? What really fascinates you when you get there? Question seven, when you look at a marketplace of courses that you could take online, what subjects really interest you? Or what type of courses have you taken in the past? Add those ideas to your list. And the final question, there are certain moments in our lives where we become totally engrossed in a task and lose all track of time. If this has ever happened to you, what task or what subject absorbed your attention so much that you lost track of time? Add that to your list as well. Next, I want you to pull up some of the previous experiences that you wrote about in the last lesson when identifying your skills, because we're going to use those to continue our list of interests. So now I want you to examine the different interests and knowledge fields that you know from the previous jobs that you've had. Think of each job that you've ever held and the different topics or subjects that you had to know in order to do that job. Then look at your previous learning experiences, whether that be high school or college or any online courses or books that you've read where you had to learn a certain topic or, or knowledge field. What were those? Add those to your list as well. You can also think about any training seminars, workshops, or conferences that you've gone to and learned certain things. What was interesting to you there? Why were you drawn and what did you learn? And finally, in your interests, I want you to think about the different fields, careers, or industries that sound interesting to you. It doesn't matter if you're good in those fields or not yet. I just want you to write them down if they're interesting to you. By this point, you should have a pretty long list. The last thing that we're going to do with these interests is prioritize them. And we're going to do this by creating a four bucket matrix. So on a piece of paper, create a two by two grid. At the bottom of the two by two grid is going to be your level of enthusiasm. So in the lower left, you're going to have low enthusiasm. And then in the lower right, you're going to have high enthusiasm. Then on the far left side of that grid, you're going to have your level of expertise. So at the very bottom, you're going to have low. And at the very top, you're going to have high. This will give you four buckets. And I'll describe each bucket now. So in the very lower left-hand corner, you're going to have subjects for which you have little enthusiasm and in which you have little expertise. On the lower right-hand side, you'll have subjects for which you have lots of enthusiasm, but in which you have little expertise. In the upper left, you're going to have subjects for which you have little enthusiasm, but in which you have lots of expertise. And then finally, in the upper right-hand corner, you're going to have subjects for which you have lots of enthusiasm and lots of expertise. What I want you to do is take the list of interests that you've just created in the last two exercises and start placing them within this grid. Which bucket are they going to fall into? This is going to help you moving forward because you're going to look for jobs where you either have really high enthusiasm for or really high expertise in. And hopefully ones where you have both high enthusiasm and high expertise. And we're going to avoid the jobs where we have low enthusiasm for and low expertise. There's no reason we want to put ourselves in that bucket where we don't know what we're doing and we're not very excited about it. Now, at this point, this is going to help you a lot in your job search. But before we stop, I want to take it just a couple steps further and tell you how you can turn these things into a passion and eventually turn it into a purpose. So in order to start turning any one of these interests that you have, and probably the best ones to start with are the ones that you're really good at and really enthusiastic about is to identify which ones you would love to continue doing, would love to continue learning about. Because you have such high enthusiasm and high expertise in it, you're naturally motivated to want to get better at it, to spend time developing yourself and increasing your abilities within that interest. 
These are the things that are going to turn that interest into a passion. It's going to become all-encompassing for you in your life. Now, in my experience, I've found that a dream job will lie somewhere between what you're passionate about and what you're naturally good at. So what you can do is create a Venn diagram in order to find opportunities for employment that could be your dream job. So in the left-hand circle of this Venn diagram, you're going to have what you're naturally good at. So go back to the skills inventory that we did in the last lesson. And what skills are your top skills? Then on the right-hand circle, you're going to write down the things that you're passionate about. Which of these interests that we've just prioritized here in this lesson are the most compelling for you? The ones that you feel very passionate about, you have a high enthusiasm for. Now start to look at where do those two circles overlap? Where you're both really passionate about it and you have skills within that passion that you're really good at. This is really helping you narrow down what type of jobs that you should start going after. Now in order to take this one step further and turn it into a purpose, you have to take the things that you're passionate about and the skills that you're really good at and put them in service of other people. In this course, that means getting a job and getting paid for that service. Later in this course, we're going to help you specifically identify how you would like to be in service of the world and what jobs exist in that realm. So for today, just complete the activities of identifying the fields of interest that you have, going through the exercises that I mentioned to identify your interests. And then I want you to start networking with somebody that's in those top fields that you have an interest for. And the reason that you're doing this is you're gathering information to figure out if you would actually enjoy working in that field. So look for somebody who is actually doing the work that you're thinking about doing. What you want to do is just ask them for 10 minutes of their time. Maybe take them out for a coffee or have a Zoom call with them. And you want to ask them specific questions that are going to help you to figure out if you would like to work in this field. So some questions that you can ask are how did you get interested in this work and how did you get hired? What excites you or interests you the most about it? What do you find is the thing that you least like about it? What kind of challenges or problems do you have to deal with in this job? What skills do you need in order to meet those challenges or problems? And finally, who else do you know who does this kind of work or similar work to this, but has these certain skills? So identify one of your top interests and ask to meet with somebody that's working inside of that field to ask them these questions. Thank you for taking the How to Start a Career course. To get everything you need for your job search, including advanced resources, personal coaching, and a community of passionate learners, then visit plato.university slash courses slash career and join us for free. Again, that's plato.university slash courses slash career. This course was produced by Plato University, where students turn passions into purpose and learn skills to change the world. Learn more at plato.university.